This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Canada's World Junior Team has claimed gold at the World Juniors in Halifax and Moncton. We'll have a complete feature on that coming up. Several members of the WHL, including the coaching staff, helping Canada to that dramatic gold medal victory. Also, WHL McSweeney's Player of the Month for December, Parker Bell of the Tri-City Americans. He'll chime in from Kennewick, Washington. Hey, Victoria Royals have picked themselves up off the mat after a slow start. The Royals have now added team captain Gannon LaRock back to the mix. General manager head coach Dan Price has high hopes for a playoff spot. We'll hear more on that. And he's the hat-trick king, Kai Uchez of the Red Deer Rebels. He's been on a roll. He's the WHL Player of the Week. He'll wrap up the show. First up, Canada has won World Junior Gold, represented by 11 players from the WHL, along with the coaching staff, Canada and Czechia in the gold medal game. Canada off to a hot start, courtesy a WHL grad. Clark winds it across. Gunther shoots. Seattle Thunderbirds goaltender Thomas Milich did his part early to keep Czechia off the board. Lead pass, Prishab with a breakaway. In comes Rishabh, he shoots and pass, makes the And more drama in the gold medal game on Canadian soil. Time winding down, Clark around the Del Mastro. And for the second straight year, the gold medal game will go to overtime. Game winner, courtesy Gareth McDonald of the TSN Radio Network, the voice of the Halifax Mooseheads. Dylan Gunther comes in with Waugh. Joshua Waugh for Gunther and Freddy scores! Dylan Gunther edges in overtime. It's a moment 20 years in the making here on the East Coast. A golden night in Halifax. Dylan Gunther wins it on the 2-1-1. I, I can't believe it. I, I even forgot to take my gloves off because it uh, just doesn't feel real. This is this is awesome. We played so hard tonight. We played well, and uh, yeah, this is this is a dream come true. This is unbelievable. Gunther sharing the moment with his Canadian teammates. This has got to be the best feeling uh, ever. I mean, to score that goal, I, every kid dreams of that, and we played so hard today, and I couldn't be prouder of everyone on the team. Meanwhile, Regina Pat star Connor Bedard had a great tournament, including the overtime winner in the quarterfinals against Slovakia. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, when you listen to them, it's pretty nuts. I think going into overtime, a lot of us have been there. A lot of us experienced the exact same game. So we had so much confidence going in with this crew. And we, I don't know, I mean, this is, this is unbelievable here. And, you know, we got to thank them too. Bedard, emotional post-game. We just won the biggest tournament in the world. And, man, I love this group. I love this country. And this, this team, or this city right here has been unbelievable. Canada wins gold for the second straight year. Congratulations. Meanwhile, several members of the Czechia World Junior Team set to return back to their WHL club teams with a hard-fought silver medal. Goaltender Thomas Sukonik of the Tri-City Americans, Stanislav Svozl of the Regina Pats, Gabriel Stutz of the Kelowna Rockets, Martin Rajsavi of the Moose Jaw Warriors, Adam Mahura, the Tri-City Americans, and Robin Sapozek will now report to the Victoria Royals. 
You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The WHL's McSweeney's Player of the Month for December is Tri-City Americans forward Parker Bell. What a role Parker was on in the month of December. 21 points over the month, uh, doubling his season point total now to 42 in the process. He joins us uh, from Kennewick after a a skate, a practice earlier today. Parker, congratulations, first of all. Uh, Things have been going right here for you and the Americans here in this recent stretch, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's been going good for for us here. Uh, pretty sure we're fifth in the conference now after ever won last night. But uh, yeah, things are looking up here. Parker, what uh, what has it been? Has it been you know the acquisition, or I shouldn't say the acquisition, but getting Jalen Lipen back in the lineup, or what would you say has been sort of the reason for the turnaround? Uh, I think uh, just our habits. Um, coming to practice every day, ready to go to work, and yeah, Jalen's been a big part of our team here. He's a leader. He's a obviously he's a WHL champion, so that brings a lot to our team here. Yeah, no doubt it's been uh, a great season, you know, a good turnaround season for the Americans. What's the mood amongst the players and the staff, you know, compared to this year? Uh, I think this year is just like, obviously winning's more fun. I think everybody's more happy to come to the rink every day. Uh, it's a lot of fun being here, a lot of fun being a part of this and finally getting the turnaround that we feel like we deserve, us older guys, so... Yeah, it's been it's been good. You know, uh, you were drafted last uh, last draft by the Calgary Flames, uh, and that's probably you know m- maybe a bit of a burden off your shoulders. It's always tough going through that draft year, isn't it? Or how how do you think you handled it? Yeah, it's uh, I guess there's a little more pressure in your draft year. Um, yeah, maybe it is a little burden off your shoulders. It's a uh, obviously it's a pretty surreal thing getting drafted in the NHL. It's something you always dream of as a kid. But uh, yeah, I feel like I've always just kind of stuck to my game and tried to leave the outside noise out of it. You know what? This has been a year in Tri City where you know you guys have aspirations, uh, not only now to make the playoffs. Maybe the aspirations were to make the playoffs this year, but uh, is that maybe changing that mindset, changing a bit? Yeah, I think at the start of year, our goal is to just get in the playoffs, and anything can happen. But I think uh, now we're kind of on a roll, and things are looking up. I think once you get into playoffs, anything can happen, right? So obviously, we all want to make a run and uh, go to the Memorial Cup if that's possible, but. Yeah, we're just trying our best here. 21 points over the month. Uh, that's obviously, I, I look at that and I say, okay, he's got some confidence. He's, you know, carrying the puck in and, you know, driving the net kind of things you do here. But uh, how have you been feeling with your game? Uh, yeah, I think confidence is huge. I'm pretty confident this year. I think I've been playing with some good line mates and I think we've just been clicking a little bit and it's, it's been working out nicely. I mean, I'm just sticking to my game and things are going my way. This is the opportunity to plug those line mates here. Who have you been skating with lately? Uh, Ethan Ernst and Tyson Greenway. Ethan Ernst, talk about his season. Uh, what a what a you know a season he comes in as a twenty year old now, and uh, he's really having a breakout year for you guys. Yeah, yeah, he's been unreal for us so far. He's uh, he's a real real good on the power play. He's a real skilled player. He makes real hockey IQ on him, and yeah, he's a real good passer. So I like having him on my line. I wanted to talk to you about New Year's Eve. What a night that was uh, on home ice against Spokane. What a wild game. What a wild finish for you guys. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, packed house. I haven't seen the Toyota Center that full and since I was 16. So, yeah, it was a pretty crazy atmosphere. Lots of fun. I had my family in town. So, yeah, it was a great game. Take me through the third period. You're down a pair of goals twice in that game to your rival. You're thinking, oh, this is not going to be a great uh, New Year's Eve for, for us. But you guys find a way to battle back twice in that game to force overtime. Uh, that must have been an electric atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, the crowd was the crowd was definitely really loud. I think they helped us a little bit, honestly. Um, 
yeah, we just I think we just kind of stuck with it and got a couple bounces and things just went our way and we ended up pulling it out in OT. All right, so some uh, opportunity here to try to keep on rolling here. Well, Parker, uh, good stuff here from you and uh, WHL Player of the Month for McSweeney's for December. Nice little accolade. Keep it going here in the second half. Thanks, John. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Victoria Royals are trying to get themselves back in the race in the Western Conference after a slow start. Regan Bartell has more. Dan Price is the general manager, head coach of the Victoria Royals. And as we get into the WHL trade deadline, Dan, I would think there's be a lot of uh, a lot of calls made your way. I guess uh, how busy has it been so far? <laughs> We've, I think it's very similar for every team, to be honest, because every team's really trying to assess where they're at right now. There's a week left. Um, every team has about three games left. We're one of those teams, and we haven't seen our team yet flat out. You know, uh, this is Gannon LaRock's first game back. Reggie Newman's been out for a while. Uh, Robin Sapusik has not joined us yet. We just acquired Holt. Olmquist has missed most of the season. Sherman missed the start of the season. We haven't seen our team once this single year, or one single time this year, so uh, we're going to take some time to assess that this week. Okay, but you are listening to offers, I would assume. Every team's listening to offers. Uh, every team's talking to every other team. It's the exact same for every team this week. Are you guys sellers, though? I mean, considering where you are in the standings? Let me actually let me put it this way. There have been multiple storylines this year. The first 20 games of the season we know were difficult, largely due to the fact that the top third of our lineup was missing. And any team is going to probably have some difficulty when that's the case. The last 15 games or so, as slowly, incrementally, we've started to see players return to the lineup, like Sherman, as an example. Um, the team's really played well. And, um, you know, especially in the last 10 games, you know, we're right in the middle of the pack with uh, every other team, not in, only in those last 10 games, but um, you know, over the course of the last 15 as well so can't comment on that right now and I mean uh, this week is uh, time to assess that and uh, and see um, what we think the the relative strength of the offers are around the league but that's again every single team that's not just us and uh, we have a good hockey team here I really believe that so I'm certainly not going to do anything to uh, short circuit that if we feel like we can win this year yeah Dan I thought you were dead in the water in early December but I guess the belief was there probably starts at the head it probably starts with you and just trickles down because you guys are back in the race yeah, there's a deep belief uh, in this team, of course. But for me, that's been obvious. Like, uh, and that's you probably heard my comments in the media. Those first 20 games or so, like, I understand. You know, we want to win, as everyone does, and everyone wants to see us win. But when you're missing that many players and that many key players, let's just try to recalibrate the expectations here and let's see what we have once we actually have our roster. We still haven't seen our actual roster yet, so let's deal with all those things once we know what we actually are and what we can do. Is it sad though because you've got the small window to see exactly how? good you can be with your entire group? Well, we have a small window in relation to January 10th, but we also have half of the regular season remaining before the playoffs. So uh, for me, I don't view that as sad. I just view that as that's the task at hand and we have to execute the task. Jake Poole has been tremendous for you. Why? Incredible person. Uh, he's, uh, that starts with that. He's just full of character and um, preparation, diligence, intelligence, um, competitiveness, work ethic. He's just he's just the best guy. That's the first thing. Uh, and that shows on the ice because he is prepared and competitive and obviously he works very hard at his game. He's versatile. He can play both sides of the ice and in every situation. And he's a great leader. So, um, you know, when you do the right things and when you're a good person, uh, you know, you can, you can be rewarded. Gannon LaRock, what does he do for your team and 
finally you get him in the lineup. Yeah, exactly. It's been a long re- road to recovery for him, and he's been very diligent and patient throughout that. And, you know, this is a well-deserved opportunity for him tonight to go out and have some fun and play the game he loves again. And that's really the way we want to keep it is just loose and fun for him. And he's ultra-competitive, so there's no need to amp him up, that's for sure. And he'll really bring that vibe in the dressing room. You guys can make the playoffs. you believe that? 100%. That's not even, for me, that's not even a question. It's a great question to, to ask, obviously, and I understand it and respect it, but in our mind, that's not a question. That's all. That never has been a question. That's our goal. That's our intention, and it's not a given. It's going to be hard to do, but 100%, we believe we can do that. Has this been the most trying season for you as a head coach here in Victoria? It's been an interesting story arc because uh, the hub was trying in its own way. Yeah. We were extremely young, mostly 16 and 17, and everyone was going through that experience of living in the bubble and wins were tough to come by that year. Last year we had, I thought, you know, a, a, a quite a good team as well, sort of in that 5-6 range in the conference. We ended up missing 6th place by 1 point on the last game of the year when we dropped that last game to Spokane. Again, mostly due to injuries, uh, you know, guys like Pfizer and LaRock being out of the lineup and of course COVID intervened. And then this year where we really felt we'd be like in that 4-5-6 range, at least on paper, um, we've been missing most of our key players. And uh, so it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it in the end now that we start getting some players back if we can write you know a really um, fun and meaningful and interesting story here um, from now until the end of the season last question what will it take to get into the playoffs it took it took 53 points last year will it take 52 53 60 don't know about points but for us we're just looking at it uh, in very small pictures um, as far as um, you know you know a period in a game at a time as any coach preaches but seven game segments uh, we want our last uh, segment before the Christmas break uh, four games to three. Uh, we're down 2-1 in the current segment uh, based on the shootout loss to Vancouver the other night. So we're looking at this as a chance to try to even up the series at 2-2, we hope. Dan, appreciate it. We could go on and on and on, but we'll let you go. Good luck. Great. Thanks, Regan. Appreciate it. General Manager, Head Coach, Dan Price of the Victoria Royals. 22 teams, one goal. This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Hey, what a stretch for the Red Deer Rebels and forward Kai Uches. Ten goals and an assist in four games. He's the WHL Player of the Week. He spoke with voice of the Rebels' Troy Gillard. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Here with the reigning WHL Player of the Week, Kai Uchaz. Kai, man, three hat-tricks in your last four games last week coming out of the Christmas break. Just how much fun are you having putting the puck in the net right now? Yeah, I know. It's, it's been a good start to the second half, I guess, there. And, yeah, getting, I guess, like you said, three hat-tricks is... Something I wasn't expecting, and I guess I got my first career WHL hat trick at the start there. So yeah, it was a cool honor to kind of get one of those, and then I guess get lucky with two more going in. So yeah, it was it was a good week. Well, I guess once you get the taste of that first hat trick, why not keep the the fun times rolling, right? I mean, it's not just. Uh I know you're a humble guy, you know, you're going to talk about uh, getting bounces and stuff like that, but uh, your shooting percentage is way up there. Just talk to us about uh, the work you've put into getting that shot to where it's at right now that's leading to so much success. Yeah, um, I guess over the summer working on my shot and then now that I'm here during practice and everything and I've been, I guess, putting a lot of pucks on net, but also when I'm in a good spot, I try and pick my spot. So yeah, I've been getting I'd say a few bounces going the right way a couple sneaking in but then also a couple that I've picked my spot and yeah they've been good shots so. and you're scoring uh, first goals uh, you've opened the scoring in games eight times this year that's first in the WHL and you're amongst the league leaders in game winning goals too so it's not just certain parts of the game that uh, 
you're finding the back of the net. You're kind of doing it throughout from start to finish. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, I think yesterday, um, just my preparation each game is kind of the same. So coming in, I prepare each game the same way. And if I have a good start, they go in, it's good. And then if not, just kind of working through the whole game, trying to get one and yeah, trying to help the team out whenever I can. Kai, talk to us about uh, coming into this season uh, fully healthy. Last year, you missed two months with that unfortunate knee injury you suffered just before uh, Christmas in, uh, in 2021. How big was it for you to come into this current season fully healthy? Yeah, it's it's really big. I yeah, I was out there at Christmas time last year, so um, being fully recovered coming into this year, I wanted to kind of make a statement and have a good season and yeah, be fully back to my full strides. So it kind of slowed me down when I came back for that second half in playoffs. So yeah, to be fully recovered and uh, have a good season or off season last year in the summer to get my legs back is is huge. Chatting with the Red Deer Rebel center, Caillou Chaz, the reigning WHL player of the week. Uh, beyond the goal scoring, obviously, you're on a hot streak, 33 coming into the weekend, first in the WHL. How do you like the way your all-around game is coming into shape? Yeah, uh, really good. Um, I've been always focused on my face-offs and penalty kill, too. So taking care of kind of the little things to get the puck and... Uh, keep the puck out of our net on the penalty kill and then the D zone is something I've been kind of keying in on so yeah working on those things in practice and uh making sure the puck's in the O zone more than it is in the D zone when I'm out there so yeah and you're getting an extended run at center and your face-off percentage is is well above 50 percent so certainly you have to be happy with that part of your game as well yeah coming into the year I kind of set a goal of having it over 50 or that 55 area so yeah, that's been good to see, and we uh, we work on it in practice almost every week with all the centers. So, yeah, it's been good. Last year, despite the fact you were listed on uh, NHL Central Scouting's rankings for the uh, 2022 draft, uh, you didn't have your name called last summer. Obviously disappointing. How much of that, or, or is that a motivating factor for you this year to, to change that this coming summer? Yeah, it's something that I've always wanted to be a part of is getting selected in the draft and being with an NHL club so yeah coming into this year as kind of knowing it's my last opportunity at the draft so if I could have a kind of breakout year and whatever and get recognized by some teams and maybe get selected there and if not uh, yeah just keep working hard and maybe a camp invite or something but yeah coming in I just wanted to kind of lay it all out on the line and kind of show what I have as a player and a person so that's been something I've been working towards. And you don't have to look far for precedent with that because your teammate Ben King did that just last year. He was passed over once at the draft. He goes and scores 52 last year, and uh, it got him drafted by Anaheim. So you only have to look over to the next all over to see some uh, motivation. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kinger last year, he did exactly that. He had a great outsta- outstanding 19-year-old season, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a goal scorer. He great player, great guy, and yeah, I'm hoping I can kind of follow the same role as him. Finally, Kai, a great season so far for the Red Deer Rebels right there, neck and neck with Winnipeg and Saskatoon at the top of the Eastern Conference standings. Uh, how proud are you of what the team's done so far and how excited are you for this stretch run going into the second half? Yeah, really excited. Um, we we had a great start. Our record says it. And uh, yeah, as a team, we're kind of, we're gelling really well. So um, moving on the second half now, really excited to see where this can go and uh, make a good playoff push. So.
Well, Kai, congrats on a great week and a great season so far. I look forward to seeing a whole schwack more hat tricks down the stretch, and good luck. Thanks for doing this. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guests, as well as Regan Bartell and Troy Gillard. Thanks, fellas. Next week, breakdown of all the big moves. WHL trade deadline. It passes Tuesday afternoon. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.